Okay, so so th- this was the theme of the weekend. Uh, was was uh, the power of forgiveness, uh, and as this, this was the leaflet really that we were given out. And on the bottom, it, it it says unforgiveness is choosing to stay in a prison of bitterness, saving time for someone else's crime. And the whole weekend was about that, and 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 in house there's obviously a lot of in house stuff to do with forgiveness, uh, recognizing one of the. There was a number of talks that I got much out of. One of them was recognizing without shadow of a doubt that you have been forgiven. I'm more focused on that, about how sometimes people don't really get it, don't even being told. And and I like that. I might mention that a little bit later. It's to do with Joseph and his brothers. And it re- really lays out very well. Uh, another one another one was um, the prodigal son. The prodigal son, when, when he came to the father, the father forgave him, but he didn't forgive him till he came to him. Because it's not appropriate, and and the, the point was, he even though there wasn't the opportunity to forgive, he was always ready to forgive. He was ready, and when the opportunity came, forgiveness came. But the son, the brother of the prodigal son, was not in that state at all. He he he, he wanted him to pay for his crime, and so when the opportunity for him came to forgive, uh, out came uh, with him unforgiveness. I thought that was good. So we're just going to go through a number of slides, lots of points. I put a few new ones in, so. If you saw it last week, it's not the same. Uh, next one, please. So as I say, just, just a few observations. Uh, when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. And uh, uh, ta- now tell me. The, the, um, the, uh, the, the point with this really is that, you know, you might have come across this yourself, uh, recognizing in some way or another, Sometimes someone can be angry with someone, I mean really angry with them, when the first person has done nothing wrong. Right? For for whatever reason inside of them, they're angry with them. And uh, there's two things about that. It says forgive if you've ought against any. It's ought against any. I mean the other side of that coin, I think it comes up later in, in the in the talk, is that is if if your brother's offended with you, leave your gift at the altar and offer him reconciliation. He's got to take it. And we see Paul do that a little bit later on, where they're dead angry with him, but he hasn't actually done anything wrong. And and uh, but he's the one making the moves to say, listen, this isn't the way it should be. Uh, and and then, then they have to take it. Next one. So uh, this is the end of the story of Jesus. He hires. It's a parable. Uh, uh, a man hires people to labor in his vineyard, and as he hires them, he says, "It's one penny a day, which is a good a good living wage." That's what the Romans paid their soldiers, and they were well paid. So everyone got a penny a day, and he hires people through the day, and some people come halfway through the day. Some people come with an hour to, to go, and at the end, he gives them all a penny a day. And the ones that start as early in the morning don't like it. I mean, they really don't like it because, because they got the same as someone who does an hour. And, and, and I really like this. It says, is it not lawful for me to do with what I want with mine own? Is your eye evil? Because I am good. They needed to forgive for him doing something right. But they still offended. And uh, most people, if you hired people, you would give more to the one who did more. But that's not what, it was his, that's the point. The point isn't uh, uh, whether it's fair in your eyes. The point is he had every right to choose what to do with what was his. And uh, and people do. People do, you know. uh, um, Among us, we have lots of things common. Some things are not so common. Uh, uh, I, I personally don't like Facebook. I don't like it, right? Uh, uh, but I would not uh, assume 
to say we shouldn't have Facebook, right? That 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 you're inviting conflict if 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 you're less of the law is. But no one can say to me I must like it. No one can say to me that I must like it, uh, and it's a live and let live attitude which minimizes uh, 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 troubles that can trouble churches. Troubles can trouble churches, and often they're things where you know tell the story of. Uh, people know the story of the the GRC, uh, and and I believe one of the pastors there, um, uh, it, it wasn't healthy shepherding. And one of the pastors told that the ladies, if you have children, then you shouldn't go to work until they are twenty one. Right now, that's that's um, you, you're going to cause problems. Now he has every right to say, I think that's what I think. You've got every right to do that. People shouldn't take offence, particularly what other people think. But it's when it becomes a matter of imposing, you know, you can do what you like with your own opinion, but you can't put your opinion on other people. You will have conflict. And and uh, um, it's Dan evil, evil because, you know, I've said this many times here, but I'll say it again, because it does, it does, as I say, it might be because of my position as a pastor. It might be because I'm a bit of a strange man, right? That sometimes people aren't happy with me because I don't say what they think I should say when they think I should say it in the way that they think I should say it. What about what do I think? Have I got, have I not got a right to 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 choose how to say what I want to say? Have I not got a right at least to that? So so you might think sometimes sometimes you might be right. Maybe something might be better said, but uh, um, you, you you you're free to do it. So it's important that I don't mean I'm not looking at anyone. But that's the uh, next one. So, uh, um, uh, is your evil because I am good, right? This, the nation of Israel, the state of Israel, which hasn't got the, the religion, the Jesus Christ thing, right? But it has paid for its sins. Uh, that's a very interesting story. And it is that the specific things that God has said about it that are happening to Zay. It's a troubled place. And God said it will be a troubled place, right? But it's a blessed place. And people, some people don't like it. Like they had a thing in the World Cup in Qatar which I enjoyed. And these guys were going around, because in the World Cup, with the fans, they all mixed together, and they're all happy, and they're, they're, they're friends. You know, Scottish people will go, even though the Scottish people are in the World Cup, and watch the football. People love their football. And and he had these couple of guys going around saying, asking this, what country are you from, and how are you enjoying the World Cup? And, and like lots of, the, lots of the locals, the Saudis and the Qataris, obviously because of the way they dressed, saying how much they enjoyed it, and they're glad the visitors, where are you from? Israel. Boomed away. Like it's like a shutter comes up. A shutter comes up. They don't accept their right to exist. And their eye is evil because God is good. And I'm not saying everything about Israelites is good, by the way. But that's not the point. That's not the point. There's two countries you can recognize from space. You know that? Uh, uh, well, kind of. This, that, this is not totally definitive. One of them is Israel. So this is uh, the Nile Delta, the top of Egypt, the river Nile goes back. This is Israel. This is Israel. And it's impressive because Israel is green. Israel is blessed. Israel is flourishing and fruitful. It's got some marvelous things in it. As I say, it's a troubled place. And we're not looking to their religion. And all around it is desert. Of those who can't forgive them for existing. All right, next one. Uh, the other country that can be seen from space of a night time. Can anybody, can anyone figure out what two countries? So this is one country. And 
from there to there's another country. Uh, anyone tell me what that is? You, you can't win a ten of custard because there isn't one here. Oh, there is actually. There's a ten of custard here. You can win a ten of custard. Shout, shout out if it's in your heads, but you're scared to shout out. It's uh, it's South Korea and North Korea, and 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 uh, one of the things with one of the things with uh, North Korea is it's communists, and the communists say, say there is no God. The fool has said in his heart there is no God. We'll get onto that in a minute. Uh, 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 we we will, but they can't forgive the West for being prosperous, so they will have none of their ways, even though their ways are so obviously better. Stubbornness of man. And you can see it from out of this world. You can see it. Uh, next one. There you go. There's, there's, there's the proof on. I think that's quite impressive, actually, uh, in, a, in a way. So just just work and labour in the point, maybe. Uh, bias and impartiality is in the eye of the beholder. So sometimes, you know, uh, somebody won't change or change certain things, but they just don't agree. Like, like right, there's right and wrong and there's difference. You know, so, some things are very much a matter of right and wrong. Some things are just a matter of difference. When you're married, there's a good chance you have to learn to allow for difference as well as right and wrong. Forgiveness in most marriages is part of um, uh, what makes them fruitful. I was in, I, I enjoyed Liverpool. And I've got many memories of going there. I've never been in the assembly in Liverpool. Only ever visited it because of my family. Uh, but once I was talking to a brother up there, and I think he was talking about marriage. Uh, and he said, sometimes a storm clears the air. Well, that's a very interesting saying that. It's a very interesting saying. and Because, uh, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to peace and forgiveness, it's no good pretending. That's not God's idea. It's no good pretending, suppressing things, because they'll come out uh, uh, somewhere in some place in a way you don't want. Uh, next one, yeah, evil is in the in the eye of beholder, and that that's the case sometimes. And uh, next one, and uh, so just to change the subject, so okay. So uh, dearly, dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place to wrath, for it's written, vengeance is mine; I will repay, says the Lord. So there might be times when it's not time or it's not able to forgive. Not able means able in the future. Not time means maybe the time will come or not come. Um, but the thing forbidden is vengeance. The thing forbidden is vengeance. And, and uh, it was, it's interesting. Uh, I had, I had a, a very long conversation with a guy in Liverpool on the outreach, which is not normally my thing at all. Uh, he, he was an atheist, uh, an evolutionist. And he, uh, 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 I, think, I think he goes down that road to find people like me to make us look stupid. Right? And, and so normally I avoid them like the plague, and, and, uh, but I didn't. And I'll tell you a little bit about him in a minute because it's what I'd been reading about. What he was saying was what I was being reading about. And then when we set the stall up yesterday, which I totally enjoyed, after I went, people caused trouble. But there you go, you know what I mean? It's, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But when we set up, I was talking to the lady next door. She had the big stretch out one by Poundland. That's golden, golden spot. That's the golden spot at Gillingham. And... Uh, I was asking her if she ever read the Bible, looked in. She said, never looked in it. So I was looking for things to, to say to her that she would recognize as true. She worked hard. So we talked about this, the, this, the sleep of a laboring man, the sweet. And, uh, and, and there was a guy sitting there watching, just watching, a bit of a rough fella. And normally, uh, I don't exclude people that are homeless, but I definitely don't target them. I definitely don't target them, right? Uh, I, I, I do wonder about that. 
And and he he, he turned round. I said, how, how, how are you doing? He said, all right. He, I said, how's life? He said, ah. He said, not good. He said, the fellow that lives in his house with him uh, uh, winds him up. And then when he's wound up, he kicks off. And then he, he calls the police on me, calls the old bill on me. He said, I'm going to go home. He said, I'm going to kill him. And I think he half meant it. Well, he actually described the way he was going to kill him. And he, said, he just said to him, look, that will make things worse. That's not for us. He'll get his comeuppance. He'll get his comeuppance if he carries on like that. That's not for us to take that into our own hands. There's no justification for it, though there may be the feeling for it. So avenge not yourself. Uh, but, uh, for, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. There's lots in the Bible. We are not defenseless. There's a type of Christianity which is kind of defenseless and weak, and people will walk all over you. Well, it's a misreading of the, of the Bible. A man must provide for his own. That includes protection and provision. So, 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 um, uh, uh, um, and, and vengeance is the Lord, is the Lord. You know, I did it once years and years and years ago. I, there's a scripture in Thessalonians and it says, it's a righteous thing for God to render tribulation to those who trouble you. Well, and I, I mentioned that just, I thought I found it interesting. And then when we went round the room and actually a little bit wiser over the next few weeks, I heard some stories that make the hairs uh, on your arm stand up. One guy who was uh, uh, tormented at work by a colleague, right? So just for believing, the colleague dropped dead. Uh, another boy, uh, a young boy uh, in an assembly was, 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 was physically abused for being a Christian. And the boy that was doing it, the mother and father prayed that it stopped. And the boy that was doing it got ran over and killed. Right, you think, whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, and you think, that's what the scripture says. And uh, uh, they didn't pray for that. They didn't look for that. Uh, and, and uh, um, you know, but, but it, it, it's, it's quite a thing. So, so, so here's the line. The line is uh, uh, not to take vengeance. Small vengeance is too. Sometimes people won't talk to you uh, uh, because, or, or, or they take little things, you think, especially when you combine it with the first one. Are you getting me back? You know, when you think, if, if you want, if you want, uh, uh, but next one. So just on the thing of vengeance, so, so there, there is a place for vengeance and the place for vengeance is, is in jurisdiction. People, people have swords of all sorts of swords. So, so here in Romans, it's also, well, he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he bears not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, the revenge to execute wrath upon him that does evil. I believe this is talking about authorities in the world. I do believe this is talking about authorities in the world. Next one. The traffic warden gives you the tickets. You've broken the rules, and they are going to take vengeance on you for £30. And maybe a little bit more if you keep doing it. So there is a place for that. But it's a judicial place. And that, by the way, is their job. I remember a, a sister here, and she has a job um, talking about, you know, if you've got authority, you, you, you've got responsibility. And uh, there was a sister, and she was a boss in a shop, and, and a busy shop. And some of the people who worked in the shop weren't honest. She sacked them all. And I thought, that's humility. And she's actually uh, uh, high up now in that, in that, um, in, in that, what you call a career. I think that's humility because that was her job. 
different when it's not your job. And that's one, the judge, I don't know if this is Will Hay, funniest films ever, you know, it can't be Will Hay's colour. Looks like Will Hay, you know. Do you know what the black thing on his head means? Somebody's going to hang. So, so, so when you were found guilty of murder before 1965 in England, uh, although they, had, they were whittling it down, um, the sentence for, for murder was, was it's, it's life now, um, uh, but that might be mitigated. Uh, but the sentence is actually life. And, and, uh, but you, before that, it used to be that you could be sentenced to hang an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth and a life for a life. And it's not unjust. It's not unjust. And they changed it for reasons that 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 I I won't go into, I won't go into. But he is the, he is the avenger of such. That's his job, right? Um, couple of things with him is that he should do his job, right? And he shouldn't do his job uh, with personal animosity in his heart or in his mind. Then that is murder. You know, you you get it with soldiers when they go to war. And they, they shoot whoever they have to shoot. That's what they have to do. But sometimes when they go too far and either enjoy it or get angry in a way, they'll be brought up for crime because, because they've overstretched their, uh, it's called overreach uh, for their authority, but they do have authority. Uh, next one. So uh, I, I suppose going back a little bit to, to things that we choose to do. I, I say I don't like Facebook and I'm going to mention something about foods. I'm, a, I'm on a diet at the moment. I want to talk about it. But I wouldn't want you to give the impression that I think you should eat what I eat. Right? I think you should eat what you want and give God thanks for it. Anything you want. And I think you should ignore 80% of what comes down the line about food. 90% of what comes down the line about food. Uh, um, uh, give thanks for what you, whether it's whether it's audible or not, give thanks for it, eat it, ask no questions for conscience sake. The only evil with foods is not having any. Right? We have first world problems where we have so much now, we think some food's bad for you. Well, try being without and tell me that you wouldn't have that. You know, try, be, try and be, be without and then, and then because uh, I'm on a diet, you find out that people are very religious and zealous about food and you think, I don't want that. I'm interested in in what's good for me. Uh, which, when we were in the market yesterday, I often mention him, Mark McRae, the Medway market man who looks after us. Last year he was he was in a bad way. Uh, he was great, seriously great, um, and he'd lost all his weight. And he was saying to me yesterday, I could have fallen down a grizzly no more than noticed. Right, he he wasn't good, and I felt for him because he's good to us. And uh, I did pray for him. I, I didn't pray for him there and then. I just prayed for him in, in the way you do when you. When something bothers you, and and um, and yesterday he has a nice big belly on him, and you think that's such a beautiful sight, such a beautiful. Anyway, I'm, I'm going, I'm going off on one. Yeah, in, in the early part of that, it says, "Has thou faith? Have it to yourself." Uh, I can't remember exactly what I, I did. My mind, I put that to, together. Next one. So th this should have come up before the before the before the traffic wardens. So in the, in the Old Testament, it says, and Jesus quoted in the New Testament. I have said ye are gods, all of you are children of the Most High. And, and the gods are, are the traffic warden, uh, the, the, the magistrate, uh, it might be the teacher at school who's got authority, anyone who's got authority, you are gods. Now, I've mentioned this before, but I find it interesting with the, with the, um, uh, 
the, the pride movements, the pride movement. One of their favorite songs is 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 Gloria Gaynor. Uh, uh, I am what I am, and what I am needs no excuses. Right? It's quite quite a catchy tune. Uh, and what they're saying is that's how God's introduced Himself to Moses. That's how God's introduced them. And what they're basically saying is they're gods, but they haven't got the authority. And he changed all sorts of things that God would not give them authority to change. And the fact is, you can do what you like, they can do what they like, but everything is connected to something. Everything is connected. Good is connected to good, and evil is connected to evil. And you can't do evil and not be connected with the consequences that come with it. And when feelings are strong, it's good to have breaks on. You know, if you're in a position of authority, you need to use your authority rightly. People will sometimes say, oh, you're being personal when you're not. You have to ignore her. You have to ignore her. I'm sure lots of high court judges get told all sorts of horrible things by, uh, 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 you know, ne'er-do-wells, and they ignore it. Do what's right. Hey, Paul writes, uh, Alexander the Coppersmith did me much evil the Lord records him according to his works. And, and again, it, it's like the Lord will repay. I'll I tell you the one that I heard. It was, there was one talk in Liverpool, and it was saying about Joseph. His brothers sold him. Uh, they sold him. Um, uh, the, the, the sentence for stealing men is death. In the Old Testament, it was death. Uh, and when, when he prospered and he came across him again, they were very nervous of him. And he told them he'd forgiven them. And this was the, this was the, the way the talk went. And then I think it's something like somebody worked out the dates 20 years later, something like that, they come together again. And they're still nervous, even though we told them. And that was the point of the talk, that God's forgiven you. Believe it. And then, but, but when they come to him again, nervous, uh, uh, Joseph's brothers, uh, and he say, we're a bit afraid. Because it can be like that, isn't it? People can tell you they forgive you, smile at you. You can't be 100% sure. Maybe they're just saying that till their moment comes. And they've got you off guard and they're going to take their revenge, right? And so you can understand that, still understand the human nature. But Joseph says an interesting thing. When they say, when they say, we were a bit nervous that you're going to take vengeance, he says, am I in God's stead? So if someone does something wrong to me, uh, in, in that kind of criminal way, I don't go to them. I go to the authorities. And I might, I probably won't, but I, I reserve the right to do that, by the way. Um, never have to have that. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, uh, uh, it's not. It's not direct. It's not direct. And and again, it's you know Joseph was a man of faith, and he understood that that's not that's that's God's part. There's another thing, but um, go back. What uh, just get that out of your head. Uh, uh, go back another one. Doesn't matter where we go. <laughs> All right. So so it's just about vengeance being the Lord's. I tell this story. It's about 1991. So, so I lived in East London and I come to Lords and I went to see someone I knew. Now, we were all petty criminals. We were all petty criminals. Petty because we weren't very good at it, really. You know, so, 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 which was a good thing. Like, we were nearly always skint, which was a good thing. Because when we had money, we, we would, we were stupid, you know, and, and uh, you can get into things that are really worse than being skint. So, so anyway, uh, this fellow that I knew, he had never had any money and, I said, I said uh, uh, what are you up to? And he said, I, I'm going to sell my passport. Now, we, he lived in Bangladesh, in East London, all Bangladeshis and Pakistanis, mostly Bangladeshis. And he said, ah, what happens is they send it off to India and somebody comes over. I said, it's not a problem. And you get some money for it. He said, you can't do that. I said, your name, your second name is Irish. And at that time, 
there was some serious explosions going on in London. I mean, serious things were going on. And and I said, you can't do that. And he said, well, I'm going to do it anyway. I don't care what you think. So I went to the meeting. I was furious. I'm talking furious, like steam and fire and everything. And I went to the meeting on the Wednesday. I think it was the Wednesday, the, it was the daytime. And then I went to the meeting on the Wednesday. And in the prayer, in the because it was at the house, so, so they go around praying. And I said, I was like that. I want the Lord to confound his plans. But I think I spat it. Confound his plans. <laughs> so I was so, I was angry, right? I was really angry. And here was the thing. Here was the thing was, was uh, I went to see him next time. And I said, how's it that go? With you selling the passport? Because I expected to find a fair of shoes and smoke coming out of them. Because the Lord would be just as angry as I was. You know what I mean? I expected, I really expected to farm that he did he opt for something. Because, you know, the prayer was strong. And and um, he said, no, somebody gave me money. I didn't need to do it. I thought, wow, God blessed him out of it. God chose to bless him out of the situation. And I thought, wow, I never was a thought of that. And, it, 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 you know, another reason to put the brakes on is you don't know all the ins and outs of judgments. You don't know all the ins. God does. Uh, uh, go on, next one. Thanks. Alexander the Coppersmith, we want. So Alexander the Coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord records him according to his works. Now, this looks like a nailed-on thing. Paul is not. There's no side to it. Uh, and one of the things that you consider here is, is, um, is um, it doesn't say what he did particularly, uh, but Paul's has enough of him. He's had enough of him, right? And, and uh, when, before Paul is converted to Saul, could Ananias have prayed this prayer about Saul? Uh, next one. I read that, but that's from before. They're not in the right order. Next one. Next one. Next one. Okay. So this is Paul describing himself, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. Now God knew that. He was a terror. If he walked in here, all of us would be going out of different doors and different windows. And anyone that didn't get out was done for. He used to come in breathing out threatenings and slaughter, is how it's described. And the description's enough to make you go, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, he, he really knew how to do what he did. And uh, here, this is something we don't always know. So, so, something we do when somebody's trouble. When somebody's trouble. There's the ignorance of not knowing like when Jesus is crucified, it says, forgive them, but they know not what they do. Right? They did it ignorantly. They shouldn't do it, and they should have known better. But the fact is, they didn't. Uh, there's the ignorance, which is a different ignorance of ignoring. That's not good. I believe maybe this fella is in that box. That's not good. I don't know what you do if you've ignored what God's telling you and go beyond that. What's beyond that? What is beyond that? And and um, uh, and then and then the other thing which kind of occurred to me lately is 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 what happens when you neglect things. So so we might have a look at that. Um, yeah, ignoring isn't the same as ignorance. You have to work at it. So in in the criminal world, I like the criminal world. They have a thing with if you're charged with something, right? Was the malice of forethought? Did you think it through? Did you know a like the difference between manslaughter and murder? His manslaughter is when you have a fight and you kill someone, but you never planned it. You never intended it. Though he's dead, as though you had. They're different. 
And and it's one of the reasons not to take vengeance is because you don't always know. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you're very confident that it's not good. And most of the time in that business, you'll be right. You'll be right, but still leave it to the Lord. But the other reason to leave it to the Lord is because is because it, it can come out differently. Next one. The universe isn't infinite. I think, I think that's the case at the moment. I want to talk about this fellow that I met last week in Saturday in, in Liverpool and Mike, his name wasn't. As I say, I think I think he's a professional Christian upsetter. <laughs> he never upset me, but ah, that, 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 that's a thing as well. I, ignorance of not knowing and ignorance of ignoring. ignoring. So Paul has a, a experience on the road to Damascus that he didn't ignore. He says, I wasn't disobedient to the heavenly vision. Only he saw it. Only he heard it. We heard in Ebenezer's testimony that he grew up in church, everything good around him, but he in himself knew that he wasn't saved. And that was his salvation. Or oh, that's so important to his salvation that he was honest with himself. It's so important. And, and things can happen sometimes uh, where people will pretend they haven't heard and pretend they haven't thought and, and pretend it isn't the case. You know, what will happen is it will come out somewhere. You know, sometimes we can say we forgive them, but we haven't been through, we haven't worked it out. Uh, and you haven't been through the process or, or, or you're being asked to forgive them when, when things aren't quite at that stage anyway. Uh, um, uh, but if you cover it up in a Christian way with a smile and kind of just uh, on the surface niceness, it'll come out. You know, same with goodness, by the way. Goodness will come out even if it's covered. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Either covers his sin shall not prosper. Who confesses and forsakes them uh, shall, shall have mercy. So Paul was ignorant, but then he wasn't. Cause, and, and even when he was ignorant, the Lord said, you've had trouble with this. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. Something's been bothering you, Paul. And Paul was going like, oh yeah, because he would have recognized it. And the Lord says, this is what you do. And he did it. This is what you do. And he did it. And, and he received uh, the forgiveness of sins. Next one. I've got to tell you about this guy. This guy last week, he he, he was, uh, uh, I, I asked him if he had ever looked in the Bible. I said, oh, I've read it twice. And you think you're onto a good thing there, but it wasn't the exact opposite. And he said, how do you know there's a God? And I said, well, creation. Creation is one thing. And it was, I've been looking at, uh, that was that was probably why I hung around him. And, and um, oh, oh, I didn't break it off. I didn't hang around him. I didn't break it off. And uh, he, he, the more the conversation went on, Everyone's met someone who's very clever, but also very stupid. Like this fella, this fella could wear the crown, win the Olympic gold medal for it. Nice. And, and, and the other thing was, as the conversation went on, I figures also, uh, you're, you're not honest. You're actually not honest. But, what, but one of the things, we're talking about creation, and you know, we believe that uh, when the Lord created the earth, heavens and the earth in six days, they're not six literal days. Like, for example, in, in chapter three, I think it is, or four, um, in the fullness of time, Cain and Abel brought from the fruits of the, uh, brought sacrifices. And that word time, the fullness of time, is the same word, yom. It's just translated differently, which you can do with that word. And he was now, but he's, because he, you know, now there's something different. He's trying to nail me. And, and he brought up this thing about, um, so, so what, um, science, or lots of scientists, they teach you this at school, uh, 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 believe is that in the beginning, nothing exploded, the Big Bang. Nothing exploded. And the question then is, how can nothing explode? How can that be? And there's lots of questions after that, by the way. You know, a painting has a painter. A building has a builder. Creation has a creator. And the reason a painting has a painter is because it's, it's, it's something to look at. And the thing a building has a builder because it's, 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 it's useful. It's not just a load of bricks chucked 
you know, you could say that was an explosion. And T- T- Jackson Pollock, he, he does explosion paintings, doesn't he, Jerry? That's just a bomb gone off, really. Like, and 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 uh, so so anyway, we're into this conversation, and and I had heard this, but 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 he he, he brought he brought it up more that that nothing doesn't mean nothing. So in the beginning, nothing exploded, but nothing doesn't mean. And now apparently, that's the latest thing. It is a very fashionable thing, uh, evolution. Very very fashionable. Uh, they change a lot, and you think you have a go at me for saying a day doesn't necessarily mean a day when we all say that, and you believe nothing isn't nothing. Right to avoid the obvious thing that that uh, we didn't come from nothing, you become a fool. You go down the road of foolishness to avoid the truth. And and the original picture is someone in prison uh, uh, for forgiveness, and, and you think you're in prison, and you lock the door with you on the inside. That's what you do. I'm fine, by the way. I'm fine, but I I, I did find it. Uh, I did find it uh, pretty interesting. North Korea has the same problem. See what comes of it. See what comes of it. Avoiding uh, um, uh, uh, whole of God's words or the truth of God's words in any part. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Uh, and and let, let the conversation go. Uh, some people just need to tell them by the way. That's another thing. Next one. So uh, to, just to finish off that point, this is slightly on a tangent, uh, but faith is important when it comes to um, well, everything. Now, faith is the substance or the confidence uh, of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So the argument is that if you can't see it, then it isn't there. Show me God. That's the argument. I spoke told about the Holy Spirit. And at one time he said, well, Bible, because he'd read the Bible, he said, Bible like, Bible like, um, like the Tower of Babel. He said, no, in the New Testament, it talks about people speaking in tongues. As the spirit gave the Muslims, he kept going back to that. And he, he was telling me this, and I said, how can you tell me about something that happened to me? How, what makes you the expert about me? You know, it, it, it became a little bit, I didn't say it in that tone, I'm, I'm, I'm big now that he's not here, like, but, but I was, I was, but I didn't mind, that was the other thing. So, so it says, for by it, the elders obtained a, a, a good, good report. Uh, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, and the things that are seen we're not, we're not made of things which are visible. So they say it came from nothing. The Bible says that which is seen came from God's word. He spoke and it came into creation. Now that makes sense. So the power, and, 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 and we believe that by faith. When it talks about the worlds, by the way, it means the ages that aren't, that aren't people on other planets. I don't think it, it doesn't mean that. But somebody will get hold of it and tell you that it does. Uh, you've got to deal with all that. And um, uh, I'm that work. by faith, so there's a persuasion and a confidence uh, in, in so many things. We need to read the words of God and to know it, to know what it says, because people will tell you other things like sometimes the classic science versus religion thing is, is we believe, the scientists will say we believe in things we can see and you believe in things you can't see, like Father Christmas and the fairies. So some things that aren't seen aren't there. They're not there. And 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 uh, but, but by the way, this scripture is 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 um, shows you why we wouldn't worship um, wooden dolls, uh, statues, and crosses and anything like that. Uh, uh, they're not. They're made by people. They're not made by God. Um, uh, the word was manifested in the flesh. Do, do, do you know that the words aren't physical? That's a weird one, isn't it? 
You can write them down and then they manifest. You can speak them, then they manifest, but they're not actually physical. They're not actually physical. And so much can happen with words. Wars are started with words. Wars are started with words. Said some bad things about Manchester last week, so as you're supposed to do, you know what I mean? When you're up there, like you've got to, you've got to give it to them with a bat. <laughs> and um, yeah. So, so the argument there uh, is is that is that everything in creation, wonderful creation, came from nothing at all. But as we believe, like the Bible says, it came from the word of God, as it says. There was one thing, right? There's lots of things, uh, uh, but uh, the universe isn't isn't um, the universe is expanding. You found that out in 1930s. You found that out, uh, and there's a way of knowing that, which is a scientific thing. So like, there is true science. Then we can all agree with. And in in Psalms it says he spreads out the heavens, not spreads out. Spreads out the heavens. How did he know that in 2000 BC? And when you say that to the guy, it's just that's to be totally ignored, totally ignored. And he thinks you shouldn't do that. You know, when we when we us ourselves. When we witness, what we're looking for is honesty more than anything else. You know, like like uh, um, sometimes you can get a family, and in the family, the main thing is honesty. Sometimes the main thing is love, but sinners love each other. Don't sin if you love only those who love you. Don't sinners do the same? Truth needs to be central if you are to prosper in the Lord. Truth needs to be central. Next one. So, as I say, uh, they fell out with Paul a little bit because um, uh, they didn't like some of the things he said, or maybe he didn't say them in the way they wanted them to say, whatever it was anyway. Oh, you Corinthians, our mouth is open to you, our heart is enlarged. Next one. Uh, you are not straightened in us, but you're straightened in your own bowels. You're in your own prison. You're in your own prison. And, and um, uh, next one. Yeah, it's it's so much, the forgiveness of sins. He is the propitiation uh, uh, for our sins. He's, he's paid. I can't remember exactly what that word means. He's paid enough for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. There's forgiveness for everyone, but not everyone is forgiven. Some people are dead. They're dead, and they never took hold. I had, I couldn't find it uh, on a slide anyway. But there was a an Israeli prime minister called Ehud Barak, and Ehud Barak said this very good thing. Because uh, Israel's constantly at uh, strife with its neighbours, uh, they don't want them to exist. You've got to understand that when you when you when you when you're reading about them. But uh, he said um, he said war can be started by one party. He said, but peace is like the tango; it takes two. So Paul is doing what he should do, which is leaving his gift at the altar. But they have to re- they have to reciprocate, or he's under no obligation. You know. Uh, 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 next one, nearly there. Uh, the other thing, so you've got the ignorance of not knowing, Paul, even though he should have known. Uh, the ignorance of ignoring, which is not healthy at all. It's not healthy at all. The Ebenezer's testimony, I knew in myself that I wasn't saved. That's, that's a turning point. Surrounded by things, uh, things that he loved, but obviously the love isn't growing. Because he, 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 like most teenage boys now, he, he, he wants to be away from it. His heart is not there because he's not converted. And, and, uh, and, and, and then, and, and then uh, so, so there's ignorance of not knowing, ignorance of ignoring, 
Uh, ignorance of not knowing is light is needed. Ignorance of, of ignoring what God knows what's needed. God's help you. God's help you. You know, uh, sorry, but God help you. And and uh, the other thing is uh, is neglect. So so we're, we're starting to to put the hall in a better shape. Uh, it's been neglected. That's the truth. Now uh, now we started to put it back. I watched a a drone what thing of Karakalinga camp. Uh, Pastor John and Kuhlman and uh, Ben Campbell go round. He talk about the history of they've got a campsite in South Australia, which is enormous, and from the seventies has built up to something wonderful. And in the in the two thousands, the local council came and said, "You've got to do a lot of work here. Chop down loads of trees because there are fire hazards in Australia, and there's caravans in between, and uh, loads of work." And um, and he did it, but in doing it, there's just a little comment was, "We'd begun to neglect it." And I thought that that's kind of important that that we would like to think that we don't do that. But if you're like me, you'll find that some things you have. And so this place, we're starting to put it together again. But then you look back and you think, well, how did that work? You showed it and then you wouldn't look. You wouldn't think. You didn't even allow yourself to think about what you'd seen. Uh, they neglected, um, the widows were neglected in, in Jerusalem. People will have seen it and just not allow themselves. And it's not the same as being ignorant in that sense, well, I think so anyway. Um, and th this is the story of Nehemiah. They'd neglected the Lord of God. And it's come to their attention that they've neglected the Lord of God. And Nehemiah, this was in, in back uh, in the last 10-minute talk, which is brilliant. Uh, Nehemiah, who was the governor of Ezra the priest and scribe and the Levite, who taught the people, said to other people, this day is holy to the Lord your God. Do you not mourn or weep? So he started to read the Lord, and he hadn't been doing it, and everyone started to cry. Right? Uh, uh, for all the people wept when they heard the words of the Lord. Then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions for those whom nothing is prepared. Uh, 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 um, uh, for this day is holy to the to our Lord. Uh, do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Be still, uh, the day is holy, be not grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and drink, send portions and rejoice greatly, uh, uh, because they understood the words that were declared to them. In, in the King James it says, They went with mirth. There was no bit where they had to feel guilty or bad or wrong or fear of what they had to turn over. Sometimes we we don't look at something because it's going to be hard if we do. You know, uh, and and uh, you know, d d d d d d this is this is the courage to look at things, the courage to look at things in 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 your own life. Um, two more points. One of them I meant to mention early, like. It's forbidden for us to take vengeance. I Don't allow yourself it. Sometimes you have to not allow yourself something. Another thing I would not, I would say don't allow yourself, don't allow yourself not to care. Don't allow it. If we start going that way, right, just put yourself under rules. Don't allow yourself not to care. Don't leave it to your own nature. Come under the words of God. Do not allow yourself not to care. Right, it was something somebody said at back about things that, that in, in churches generally around the place, there's places where there may be division, it's not good. There's places where the things may be too authoritative, not good. But he said, people not caring is ugly. Now, we're a million miles off that. Thank God for that, you know what I mean? Thank God for that. Uh, I need to keep healthy. So, so, so um, they've neglected things. And when the Lord says, listen, start putting it together, there's no, there's no punishment, there's no... 
Um, uh, and, and, and that's the thing with anything in our lives that we think we've neglected. Just start to do it. And God will bless you out of sight. Next one. Peace dividends. So after the Cold War, nearly there, sorry. Uh, uh, after the Cold War, so uh, the Western, the Soviet Union as it was, were always getting ready for war. It was serious stuff. Uh, they used to put adverts in the telly, what, what happens when the bomb drops? You know, this world is massively more peaceful than the world of the 70s and 80s. Massively more peaceful. You know, uh, and... and um, uh, so a peace dividend is 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 when you no no, no longer have to fight. Uh, so there was lots of money available because they made peace with Russia, um, the the the, uh, the Soviets. Uh, what was the what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh yeah, the, the, you know when, when we're looking at Hebrews about faith, make sure it's faith in the Word of God. You need to know the Word of God. Right, there's a, there's a story in the eighteen hundreds, eighteen forty three or something. I think called the Great the Religion was up and moving. Protestant religion, uh, and he had a thing called a great disappointment, and lots of people's faith was overturned because someone had told them, and they they'd followed it, they believed it, they had faith in it that Jesus was coming back in eighteen forty three, and when it didn't happen, it's called the great disappointment. It's a historical event, right? Why didn't anyone know that nobody knows what a day brings forth? Why did nobody know that? Or why, if they did know that, did they act as if they didn't know that? Because nobody does. And don't let them tell you that they do. Don't have faith in that. Don't put your faith when you're seeing that the scripture says something other than what you're being told. You know, uh, don't let people have dominion over it. Uh, it's important. Peace dividends. So um, it, in, with countries, it's money and cultural exchange. It marriages. It's creation, creation and recreation. You know, after the storm is 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 the good days. The uh, next one. Uh, talking about um, this is a fella called um, who can remember? No one can remember. Bert uh, Bert Troutman. So so England, Britain, and uh, Germany fought a very bitter war, thirty nine to forty five in nineteen forty nine. This guy signed for Manchester City. He was a Nazi in the war. Bert, Bert Troutman, he's very famous for a cup final where he broke his neck and carries on playing. Uh, he didn't know he'd broken his neck. And, and, but he was a hero in England. And how could that be when he'd been at war before? Well, there's a thing in the Old Testament called a libation. Shall I do it in here? Shall I be naughty? So a, a libation. So after he's out for a war, he had a thing called a drink offering. So say, say me and Roland had had a big fight. And one of us had won. I don't know who that might be. And and afterwards, to know that whatever bitterness was in the fight was over, you poured water on the floor. I won't do it. I did it in Liverpool, staying there carpet. I got a big hush. I did it in door, definitely got into trouble. So so they poured water on the floor. And what it means is it's over. It doesn't go back in the cup. So the next time we have a fight, whatever we have a fight about that time doesn't come up this time. Right? Uh, uh, and and that means it's full and complete, and uh, so uh, so the peace dividend there was was cultural exchange and exchange of heroes. He was a, a brilliant goalie. Should have been in their World Cup winning side in nineteen fifty four, but they never allowed people playing outside of Germany to play for their national team. But he was the best. He was the best. But it just shows you that people had moved on big style, totally. It's great. I had I grew up in in, in a family that had been to war. 
And it wasn't one single word, one single time of animosity towards the people that were their enemies before. Not what? It's quite a story. That's what. So uh, um, the beast of it then God gave uh, Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much and largeness of hearts, even as the sand that is on the seashore. So, so that's what Paul said. Our heart is enlarged to you, right? Not mean and narrow, not not not, uh, and thinking the worst all the time and focusing and and exaggerating the problem. Uh, largeness of heart. Next one. Uh, to be widened, relieved, and expanded with joy. Last one, hopefully. So here's, here's the thing. Um, you know, if we follow the words of God, we'll be the green path. We will not make ourselves the green path, but it makes us the green path. It makes us fruitful. And it's a wonderful thing when fruitfulness is in your life and you know it wasn't you, but you know it was according to the words of God. So leave it there and all the people said... 